The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. God bless all of you. Happy Resurrection Sunday, and Saturday is the end of the Passover week. Let us continue to focus on our Lord Jesus Christ, all right? This is the prophetic voice of our time, and my name is Christina Sasso. I'm with Freedom Fellowship Church International and Sons of God Ministries International. Thank you, and God bless you for listening. Lots of things are manifesting all over the world. Amazing. One of them is Finland joined the NATO. That is very significant. So let us focus on the truth that our loving God, who is also our Father, is still seated on the throne, laughing at his enemies. And our Lord Jesus is sitting on his right hand, waiting for us to make his enemies a footstool for his feet. This is in Psalm 110, verse 1. And also in Acts chapter 2, verse 34. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, let's read from verse 21 all the way through 25. For since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. Meaning, death came through the first Adam, and the resurrection of the dead came through our Lord Jesus Christ, the last Adam. Okay? Verse 22. For as in Adam all die, so in Christ all will be made alive. But each in his own turn, Christ the firstfruits, then when he comes, those who belong to him. Verse 24. Then the end will come when he hand over the kingdom to God the Father after he has destroyed all dominion, authority, and power. For he must reign until he has put all his enemies under his feet. Our Lord Jesus Christ is sitting at the right hand of God right now, waiting for us to make his enemies a footstool for his feet. He delegated that responsibility to us. It's all over the scripture that he is sitting at the right hand of God. I just quoted Psalm 110 verse 1 and Acts chapter 2 verse 34. It is also in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 20, Colossians chapter 3 verse 1, and Hebrews chapter 1, verse 13. We cannot expect Jesus to do things for us here on earth. He already finished his work, and he delegated fighting his enemies. That was delegated to all of us Christians. We cannot pray and ask Jesus to do this or to do that, and we cannot tell or pray to Jesus, please uh, uh, turn this country around, do this and do that. He gave us his name in which in that name all authority in both heaven and on earth have been given to him by God the Father. And he turned around and he gave us his name. He delegated that responsibility. He expects us to do greater works. We are his body, his bride, his beloved. And God the Father sent the Holy Spirit in Jesus' name to abide with us forever to reveal Jesus to us, to guide us into all truth, and to tell us of things to come. We are fully equipped, body of Christ. 
we must take that responsibility. And in light with what is going on all over the world, even in our country, let us be reminded about Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. More than ever, the five offices must function to prepare God's people for the works of service. We should not stop being territorial, especially pastors. The five offices were created, were formed by God to prepare God's people for the works of service until, and the five offices will operate until we are fully matured, that the body of Christ in its entirety can no longer be tossed to and fro by the cunning and deceitfulness and scheming of men, not Satan, but men. We call them religious devils, those that have selfish motivation. Okay? So let us work together and allow God to establish us. Apostles will continue to build and mature the body of Christ with prophets. That is stated in Ephesians 2.20, that the body of Christ is being built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets in which Jesus Christ is the chief cornerstone. So don't ever decide and don't believe that there are no more prophets today, there are no more apostles, only pastors. Ask them for their scripture reference. Okay? The until word is here. Okay? They will operate and it's not up to us to decide. Sometimes we take the rules and the doctrines of men like the gospel themselves. We need to ask the Holy Spirit to continue to reveal Jesus to us. Amen? Okay. The prophets, you must pray for them. You must pray for us. Prophets must testify and prophesy about the revelation of Christ. For the testimony of our Lord Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. That's how the function and the office of a prophet must operate. And prophets, you need to pray for us. We should not establish ourselves. We should not try to prove that we are really a prophet. Okay? If we just release what we hear from our Lord Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit, not add or take away from it, it's going to come to pass. And if it gets delayed, it's not our problem. That is God's. Our responsibility is to release those words fearlessly without adding or taking away from it. And if it's a bad prophecy, if it's a judgment, Jesus expects us, prophets, to intercede. Do not just say, this is going to happen, this bad thing is going to happen. No, we must intercede. We must pray until the Lord will tell us to go ahead and release it at that time. All right? Okay. No matter what we see or hear at this time, even in our own country, we must focus on the Word of God. What is God saying to the church and to the nations? We must pray for one another and pray for our political leaders and pray for prophets, not just to be prophesying what is popular out there, what's political. 
not to try to promote or establish their ministries, but focus and rely on our Lord Jesus Christ alone. While you're at it, include all the five offices, include all the leaders. It is very important, okay? Take your post. Intercede. We must remain sober so that we do not deceive ourselves and delay things. Sometimes we delay things because we add or take away from the thus saith the Lord. I, for one, I am determined that the turning around of United States of America towards righteousness will manifest under my watch, under our watch, in our lifetime. That I will see, I will obey God and believe God, to see the full manifestation of the transfer of wealth and influence to our children and children's children, to the young generation. Well, we are so stubborn in our generation, we are so stubborn, that we missed majority part of it, but let us just be grateful that we're a part of it. That I want to present to Jesus that I trained and mentored these young people and others, whomsoever, concerning the transfer of wealth and influence, knowing fully well that Jesus is coming back for a church without spots or wrinkles. And we have a lot of spots in our days. Jesus is not coming because there are earthquakes and wars and rumors of wars, okay? He is coming back for us. A glorious, influential church, matured body. Let us focus on him, all right? Okay. This is kind of old news, and I spoke about this um, last Sunday. But uh, let me repeat it again for those of you who are not watching our live streaming. You have to watch our Sunday and Wednesday live streaming. You can go to SOGMI.org and click live stream or the past live stream. You can watch them or find us on YouTube. Subscribe and like us. Okay. So after President Trump was indicted, the following morning, I was caught in a vision and the Lord spoke to me about the body of Christ and about United States, specifically regarding this matter. The Lord said he allowed Trump to be indicted to set up a precedent for other political leaders to be indicted too, including past presidents. That I ought to agree with what they're saying, the media, some leaders, that no one is above the law. And the Lord reminded me that it is the responsibility of leaders, especially like myself, not to give our own opinions, not to add or take away from what he was saying to the charts, so as not to delay the process, but to call those things as though they were, to find the perfect will of God and to obey the instruction on what to release. Let me remind you, that we are responsible in calling those things as though they were and not to discuss bad news and what the wicked are doing. They are doing a pretty good job themselves. Let us focus on us. We're supposed to preach the gospel of good news and make disciples. We have to release the thus saith the Lord, the word of God, okay? So prophecies need to be released or the thus saith the Lord, 
in its purity and not to add our own opinion or comment into it, thus delaying supernatural manifestations. I'm repeating myself, I know, but this needs to be emphasized. So right there and then, I woke up Joshua. I shared with him the vision and recall those things as though they were. Now those prophecies and those declarations and decrees that we released in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ is out there, and God is watching those words to fulfill them because they were released in according to His perfect will and timing. Are you listening to me? You, we don't need to announce a lot of things. You don't, we don't need a microphone. We just need to obey. So I admonish you, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, to refrain from giving your own opinions, from saying negative words, from adding or taking away from what the Lord is saying to the church and to the nations. Don't put your five cents opinion. Do not give in to fear. Take responsibility. Obey the Lord and act. Okay? Obey your instruction to the letter. If we have prophets, I repeat, and I'm working on this, okay? If we have prophets in our days, just saying that thus saith the Lord, fearlessly, without any excuses, we will see, the whole world will see, supernatural manifestations, the positioning and the dealing of the nations of the earth, and a full reversals of negative or bad events, then people will learn to fear God Almighty. I repeat, God gave this responsibility to us. This is the greater works that Jesus expects us to take upon. You are included to take part in this greater work. You have a job to do, all right? And let us remove ourselves from preaching mode, from quoting scriptures left and right. And we are even preaching at each other. No, let us get into implementation, obeying mode, all right? Not just, not just preaching, okay? Here are some of the prophecies that we need to pay attention to, all right? There are so many of them. They are so good. Let us not forget them. And at this time, let us focus on, on the thus saith the Lord, all right? And also, remember, the scripture is very clear. All good things come from God, all. And God will never withhold good things from his people, that is his heart. That is his characteristic. Always focus on who he is and who you are in him. Okay? So all might, all power belong to God and we belong to him. Keep that in mind. He is also a loving, merciful, holy, and a just God. And let me add to that, he is also fun. His presence, there is always fullness of joy. Try that. Let us remind and continue to remind others and ourselves about his many attributes and implement his ways of doing things. Number one, 
Several years ago, the Lord had me release a prophecy that He's going to uproot the corruption and wickedness that is in Washington, D.C. for many, many, many years, in which many of His people and the entire world, which covered the seven continents, are feeding off this deep and wicked root that is in Washington, D.C. He also says that only by His hand, by only by God's hand, that this, is, that this wicked root is going to be uprooted, not by our own works, so that some of us will boast or take credit from it. Only the hand of God, period. All we need to do is to obey. Whether we believe it or not, it's going to happen with or without you, with or without me. Because why? God is faithful. And let me point out something to you. The 2016 election and its result disrupted and shook this wicked root. You know how you disturb a root? Didn't like it. It will affect it. You disturb a plant that is just being established, that plant might die. Okay? So the 2016 election disrupted and shook and disturbed this wicked root. And... These wicked tree or mini roots are now being pulled and exposed. You know, you do some gardening, you do some planting, or you're a farmer. You pulled the root of a tree or a plant out of the soil and expose it to the sun or to the light, it will die. And this is what's happening in our days. Focus on God, focus on the good news. He's very active, okay? Now it continues. President Trump, I repeat, is just one person among the many political leaders that God used. He's the primary one. And God will continue to use these people or these few people to disrupt and shake this root. It is the hand of God. Okay? But let us not focus on President Trump alone. But we continue to pray for him and those who are fighting the corruption. Okay? There is also a prophecy and a prayer for President Trump after we return from Washington, D.C. in December 2020. The Lord is going to prepare a banquet for President Trump in the presence of his enemies. That we must pray for him, but not look to him as the answer and a solution in uprooting and shaking the wickedness and corruption that is in Washington, D.C. Only God can do this. Amen? Okay. I just want to emphasize on that. So, now, once the indictment was released, the value of his investment in his uh, truth or social media was $100 million. $100 million that was added to the value of his investment. Think about that. God can do that for you and I within 24 hours if we can handle it, okay? So let us look upon him, trust him, and obey him, okay? So let us not just focus on Trump. Let us focus on our Lord, and let us be busy about in following his instruction, by his word, in praying, in thanksgiving, and in taking a stand, amen? Okay. There was also a prophecy released that God is going to use backdoors in reversing 
the wicked policies and laws being implemented and passed in Washington, D.C. through some of the 50 states of the Union. This has been happening through attorney generals, through governors, through state legislators. Amen. Okay, God is faithful. Let me also point out, during President Trump's presidency, three Supreme Court judges were confirmed because previously, when the Democratic senators are in charge, they changed the rules. But they were in power. They lost the majority, and here it comes. Perfect timing of God. Three justices, conservative and a constitutionalist judges, were confirmed. So what is happening now, what they're doing in New York and some other states through the wicked attorney generals, it will also backfire on them. What they did is liken unto the gallows that Haman set up for Mordecai in the book of Esther because Mordecai refused to bow down before Haman. Many of them will be indicted, exposed, removed, or some will even go to jail. See, you know this. They're not hiding their wickedness any longer. They have become so confident and they didn't realize that they're exposing themselves to the light and their roots will soon shrivel up. God is still laughing, okay? And God is now sending them into derision. So the same measure that we judge others in our days, it, it will be the same measure that will be judged. So those wicked policies, what they're implementing, they will backfire. Because why? God is holy and just. Keep that in mind. Always focus on Him, okay? So you and I need to keep a watch over our mouth so that we will not sin against God, okay? You want to be a part of the supernatural event, then do not repeat or speak words of unbelief, fear, doubt. Remember in Second Kings, I believe in chapter 6 or 7, when there was a famine in the land and they resorted to cannibalism and the king can't do anything, nobody can do anything, they were surrounded by their enemies, they resorted to cannibalism. And look to whom the king blamed. He did not take responsibility. He blamed the prophet who released that prophecy. He blamed Elisha. He sent Elisha to be killed. But Elisha heard about the instruction. And he told the elders who were with him, don't open the door. But when the king came in and said, this is nothing. I said, I can't do anything. This is a prophecy from the Lord. And Elisha through prophetic words, calling those things as though they were. He says, by the same time tomorrow, things will be reversed. And the person who is assisting the king said, even if God will open the gates of heaven, how can this be? Because no mind have conceived. But the prophet Elisha fearlessly declared it. And God used five lepers, and he used Listen to this. He used the weapons, the supplies, the gold and silver of their enemies to turn things around. This is what's going to happen in the United States of America and all over the world. Their resources, their power, their influence, their connection 
will be used against them to turn this country around towards righteousness. No one can boast, no one can take the glory for it. But let us not delay things by adding our own opinion, by having a selfish motivation. Let us develop a love for God and a love for His people instead of our selfish motivation. Let us not give in to fear, okay? Let me leave you with this reminder. 2 Peter 1 verses 19 through 21. And we have the word of the prophets made more certain, and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of Scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation, for prophecy never had its origin in the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. God bless you for tuning in. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We really hope you were blessed by today's episode. And if you were, we want to hear from you. You can call us at 210-695-1630. Or you can email us at sogmi at outlook.com. That's S-O-G-M-I at outlook.com. And we really encourage you to visit our website, sogmi.org. That is S-O-G-M-I dot That's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast and even support this podcast. We're supported by listeners just like you. So if you want to support this ministry, you can go to SOGMI.org and hit the donate button. You can also send a check to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. Again, that is P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023.